Well, awesome. I appreciate everybody jumping on and, and being here for the Open We Stand meetup today. And uh, I appreciate you guys being willing to jump on and, and elevate and collaborate together. Today's guest we have is Philip Levine with South Florida Web Advisors. Um, so we're going to have him kind of tell his story about how he went from corporate team member to business owner and what his strengths are and bringing that perspective to the table. Uh, and before we hear from Philip, we're going to allow some of the team members that are here, you know, members of the community to introduce themselves uh, so that we know who's here supporting Philip and, and the feedback and collaboration we can give him. So why don't we start with uh, Foster and then we'll go to Jesse and Rachel, if that sounds all right. Hi, Foster Coburn. I am with Web Design Solutions Unleashed and I help folks build websites from my location in Loreto, Mexico to wherever the clients are around the world. Awesome, Jesse. I'm uh, Jesse Wilson. I work at GoDaddy. I've been with GoDaddy since 2009. I'm currently part of the community team, a community manager, and I work uh, with Rachel. I have known Phillips uh, from uh, his, his uh, incredible participation in our community forums. And I'm Rachel McCool, also of GoDaddy. Um, been with GoDaddy for five years. Um, managed the online community with Jesse and other community programs. And huge fan of Philip. Um, Philip is a wonderful participant and contributor to our community. So really, really happy to see him spotlighted. Thanks, Adam. Awesome, awesome. Man of the hour, Philip. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, I am Philip Levine, uh, president of South Florida Web Advisors. Um, Adam, you want me to go into my little bit of my back, background as well? Sure. Yeah. Let's 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 hear your story. Sure. So um, I've been doing website design and development since 1997, back when uh, all that you had was um, a gopher editor in some cases, but um, notepad and and front page. That's how I got my start. Um, did this while I was still in high school. It was one of those things that the school was just getting up on the World Wide Web and had this thing called a website and um, they needed a student to help with maintaining it. And that's how I really got my start and really had a passion for this. Uh, from that site, I actually then got connected with one of the local politicians at the, in the state legislature that I helped her with her website and still maintaining it to this day a couple iterations later. Um, after high school, went to Rochester Institute of Technology for a degree in management information systems, which when people say, wait, what exactly is that? I say, imagine everything business related, finance, marketing, take a little bit of computer science with the, the programming aspect of it, take a little bit of IT with the hardware, uh, put it into a mixing bowl, spin it around, and that, that's what my uh, background is from an education perspective, and often, Times I'll say I'm a corporate translator that I can sit and have a meeting with an, an executive, a high-level non-technical person, and be able to talk with them from a business perspective about what they're looking for. Um, and then I can go back and talk with technical people to be able to, to address and meet their needs. After school, um, I moved down to South Florida and uh, joined a a, a small business that was doing a um, content management system. It was all built in-house. They were uh, part of an incubator program and um, focused on chamber of commerces, uh, associations, and so forth. And I did everything 
from general customer support to channel customer support to sales engineering, a little of everything. It was, again, it was about a 10-person company. And after about seven years or so, um, just seeing the direction the company was going in, I decided, you know, I'm I'm in a good place right now in this company, but I saw where they were going. I said, you know, time to make a switch. And I ended up um, leaving them and going to and partnering with with one of their distributors who was really focusing on small businesses in the local community. And when I say small business, I'm talking literally a one to five person operation. Um, they were doing a lot of HTML sites, some content management sites, and uh, we slowly transitioned to working with WordPress. Um, that was around uh, 2010, and by 2012, we were doing almost exclusively uh, WordPress websites. And after about um, another two to three years, uh, my business partner decided he was ready to uh, retire for the fifth time over, and so I ended up uh, purchasing the business from him, and that's how we now have South Florida Web Advisors. That was at the beginning of 2014. And since then, I've grown the business. I focus just on uh, WordPress websites and uh, managing them either directly for my clients or I've partnered with a couple of agencies where they go out, they sell, that they provide the first level of support to the clients, and I provide their technical support, the server admin, and the more technical support on WordPress when they need help with that. So that, in a nutshell, is my quick background. Like it. A nutshell. Uh, it's uh, you. You got a lot going on, man. Your your education background is is impressive, but the fact that through the transition of your early career working in in, in a PR stance with a politician and having to to reach the view of of what they wanted there on a technical basis and translating between the general public and experts, that's that's powerful. And then you've worked with communities, chambers, and and association groups, you've just got a lot going for you with not only the availability of the knowledge that you bring to the table, but the way that you communicate and elevate these community players. I think that that's awesome. Um, and obviously we see that here with some of the people that have joined us today, that your impact on the community is, is more profound than I think, uh, than I think you let on. So I, I wanna just appreciate and recognize you for that. Um, tell me a little bit about how 2020 has gone for you as far as being able to embrace the community and, and uh, continue elevating each other. Sure. Well, 2020, you know, it started out like any normal year. And then obviously March came around and I've actually found that I've actually been picking up more business this year than I have in years past, or at least for this time of year. And what I find interesting is many of my clients, um, shifted some of their operations, whether it be that there was a restaurant who went to almost exclusively take out just because they couldn't have anybody coming in or just how people were focusing. The biggest thing that I actually have found this year is the pendulum of internet and website management. And what I'm referring to is over the course of my career of maintaining websites, there's this pendulum that I find swings back and forth between people who want a webmaster to maintain their website and do everything for them to um, on one extreme and at the other extreme it's no i want to do everything myself i don't want to have to think about any technology i just want to be able to go in and do it and over the last 20 plus years 
I find that that pendulum seems to swing back and forth where originally it was all webmaster based, then it sort of moved into, you know, webmasters giving more control, then you got into when the Wix, the Weebly, the GoDaddy site builders of the world all came into play and that you went more to the, everything was DIY. And I've sort of seen it now sort of come back more to the middle or even more to webmaster base. And that's really where I've seen 2020 is that people say, hey, look, I need to focus on going out and selling. I need to focus on how I'm marketing myself. I don't have time to be sitting here and doing plug-in updates or posting blog posts. They have time to write it, but they don't have the time to do the formatting and everything else. And that's where I really found that my business has picked up is that people are, have reached out to me to say, hey, we need your help to maintain these things. We'll focus on what our expertise are. You focus on that. And that way we can focus on our business versus in the business. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you bringing yourself to the table where you are, you're already in this team environment with your clients and with, you know, their immediate family and their, their clients. So the availability that you have to approach it from either technical or, you know, empowering them to do things on their own is cool because you've seen, like, like you said, things transition and change. 2020 has been this immense pressure for people to adapt and change. And when you start, you know, throwing, at somebody who's a small business owner, hey, you got to learn this about email content, SEO, word site, plugins. How do you maximize, you know, mail lists? That's not what they want to do. And they might have thought they could take it on beforehand. But now they're balancing their life, their family, their recreation, their business, all in the same household. And you're taking pressure off of them and allowing them to get back to chasing their passion, which is their small business. It's what they started out wanting to do, whether it's the restaurant, the store you know, an online brand. We've got a ton of people that have turned into craft professionals and they used to have stores where they were selling their crafts and they want to be online and visible still. And they just don't want to know or don't have time to learn properly what it takes to build these sites and these plugins and these e-commerce channels and SEO, you know, optimization. So it's, it's impressive to know that you approach it as a team where you're on their side and you're really seeing it from their perspective because you're a business owner too. And uh, I, I like that you talked about the, the pendulum, that that is, an, that is a very good indication for exactly how 2020 has gone. We started off on the, I'm going to do it on myself side and come full swing on the other side. So right. it's awesome. And, 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 and as you said, you know, I, I view my, my tagline for the business, and this is what I inherited, but I stand behind this is you're not just a client, you're a friend. And I really view it, it's not just a client vendor relationship it, it, it is or it's not just a transactional relationship I guess is what I'm trying to get at is that it really is that you know I want my clients to succeed because if they succeed then I succeed at what I'm doing an example you know completely different industry is actually um, down here in South Florida we have a lot of planned communities so we have a lot of homeowners associations one of the sites that I'm I'm currently in the process of building out, just getting ready to go live with is, it's an association has roughly 800 uh, households, so almost 1600 plus residents. Um, website was a home built uh, site that was done in PHP and was done by a resident, person moved out and so they're like, hey, we need a, a real system, something that we don't need to be technical and have to go into cPanel to maintain. And so I've been building out a WordPress site for them. And in going through the build-out process, we have different pieces of the website. And I say to them, okay, we can go in this direction 
with this particular feature. An example is they have a vendor directory of where they can people can give referrals for different vendors. And I said, okay, well, we have some options of how we do this. And that it's I'm really guiding them through the process. It's I'm not coming in and saying this is how it needs to be. Um, again, working with WordPress, if I want to, you know, switch out a plugin or something or change some functionality, just it's a couple of tweaks of some settings. I really try not to get into the underlying PHP because then things break and this way it makes upgrading things later on easier. But I really guide them through the process and help them make an informed decision because I say, look, you can make an it can do A, B, or C. I just need to know which one you want. And they oftentimes they come back to me and they say, oh, we thought you'd you'd say that we could only do A. They were hoping I would eliminate a choice for them. And I say, no, we can do it in all these different uh, fashions. So I really give them the options. And so it really helps them get, get the best experience, both in this case for the residents, but if it was for a business, for their potential clients, uh, people purchasing, et cetera. Yeah, that's uh, it's important to approach it from an education stance, but you know they want to know why you're coming up with the the concept or the idea that you're going to put into play for them. So having the availability to not only show them what you're building, but explain to them why what the output is, I think is powerful. And I know I think you and I have talked about this. You had actually built a a custom form or a tracker that showed when people signed in and signed out. Yeah. So um, for one of the other associations that I. Uh, manage that I work with and manage their site is they have a monthly meeting and they need people to sign in because they need to get a quorum for their meeting and when we were doing it in person we built a form that in essence an offline admin website that they're able to you know look up what community somebody's from and check them in for the meeting well now that we've gone virtual um, we actually decided not to do Zoom meetings. We're just doing a call bridge because it was less invasive, easier for people to join. They didn't have to first install anything. They just call in, but we still needed them to register for the meeting. So we have on the public facing website where they log in, where they just click submit and so forth. And then what it does is actually through the APIs that are built into WordPress and I'm using formidable and gravity forms with all just the built-in technology, I'm able to link the two sites together that they click submit on one. It effectively does a secondary form submission on the, what I call the admin or private site. And that I then can now keep track of who's logged in. And if we have our quorum count without me even having to touch anything or do any manual data entry, it just, the two sites talk to one another and it just works. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, communication is a big deal and it's hard for us to communicate when we're separated by screens or just sending out emails. Sometimes what we think we're sending out is, is pointed and, and specific enough, but it falls flat on the other end. So it sounds like you built out a great solution for that, that particular group or that particular set of users. Um, one of the things I want to kind of touch on is that you're, you're part of you know, a few councils and you work through some of these, these message boards and, and helping elevate people. When you're a small business owner, this is talking just to the small business owners on their side of the table. How do you know when they're asking questions, whether to balance the technical and talk, talk more technical or to get out of the weeds and just talk about the tactical and practical? What, what do you think is the, the line in the sand for them on that? I really find it depends on the individual and what questions are being asked and just feeling that out with on the message boards where it's just somebody who's posted a question and I'm replying back to them over text that I don't know 
their level of knowledge. I try to find it it's somewhere in the middle where I'll be technical, but I'll also try to explain why it's technically that way and, and try to present some of the business case of it. And I'll give you a great example. Uh, recently, there's been a couple of posts where people have an Office 365 account for their domain-based email, but they're using Gmail, not Google Suite, but just Gmail. And they want to, in essence, continue using Gmail because they like the Google interface, but send as Office 365. The issue is that Microsoft and Google, and actually a lot of the email providers, have gone to token authentication. Whereas before, you could just put in a username and password, and magically everything would connect. Now, you have to actually say, oh, well, here's my username, click sign in it you know you go through and authenticate through a web portal and then it, it effectively drops a token into the device and because of that the interaction where you could used to be able to use send as through uh google to office 365 it doesn't work anymore now a non-technical user doesn't necessarily understand half of what i just said with tokens and smtp and so forth so i i explain to them from a business perspective i say okay this is, has been done for security purposes. It's something that many of the email providers are doing. From a technical perspective, here is some of the underlying things of why this is going on. And I also say, like for that instance, as I say, if you have Office 365, there's actually a lot of other reasons why you shouldn't because of how the Exchange server environment works. Um, and so that's really how I do that um, when I'm on the message boards. When I'm in person, I usually tend to be a little bit more business centric just because of most of my clients aren't technical. So I try to keep it more higher level, but I have some that are technical and get it. And so then I'll go a little bit more deeper into the weeds with them. Awesome. Yeah. Context is everything. I mean, if, if you're not going to ask the questions or, or try to figure out why they're asking their question, uh, sometimes the answer you're providing can fall flat. And I think, when you and I had talked, you work a lot off the message boards kind of uh, proactively and, and pro bono most of the time. And it pays off by, by giving your knowledge and your assistance. It kind of pays off for you as a, as a business owner yourself, right? Yes. We, uh, I, you know, I am, as Rachel and Jesse had mentioned earlier, I, I am very active in the GoDaddy uh, community. That's the specific message board that I'm very involved with. And I, I answer questions, whether it be about, you know, their account management, their email setup, uh, VPS. I, I'm more of a Linux person than a Windows person, but I can answer WordPress and, and some other questions. But again, I just, I put this out there. I usually spend maybe an hour or two a day. I usually have it up on one of my monitors that I'll refresh it from time to time as I'm in between projects and need a break or a distraction. I'll come in and answer some questions. Um, and over time, I'll have people who reach out to me who, you know, not through the community, who fill out a contact form on my website or drop me an email and say, oh, we see that you're always answering questions. We'd love to, you know, can you work with us directly? We need some assistance. And I've had a couple one-off projects for some things that just somebody who wanted like a website migrated. And I've had a couple where I've entered into more of a maintenance relationship with them where, you know, they're maintaining their content, but that they want to just make sure things are working from the back end and not thinking about it. And so, again, I've picked those up, but that's not why I do it. I do it to be able to educate. I go to the WordCamp um, events. I've been to Miami a couple of times. I've gone to WordCamp US once, 
And I haven't had the opportunity to speak yet because, again, I don't necessarily have a specific topic offhand. Again, you know, I, I could do sort of like an AMA session just in general, but I don't have one topic that I could just present on that one thing as a speaker. But I go and I network with people and I've actually gone as a GoDaddy ambassador and oftentimes I'll be sitting at the booth just like we're having a conversation now and somebody will be like, oh, I'm looking to do this and I'll, I'll walk through things with them in, in person. And what I find is oftentimes people until they have a situation, they don't know what questions to ask. So sometimes it's, you know, even a WordPress 101, it's like, well, I don't know what I should be asking about learning WordPress. And so it, that's where I really try to, you know, just say, you know, tell me what you're trying to do. And I'll, I'll try to figure out what, what questions you might have and an answer any que things that you definitively have and may have. That's awesome. So you actually uncover questions by by getting out there with your own perspective based on what they're talking about. I like exactly. It. Do you find that working on these community domains and these these message boards it allows you to be more uh, creative, almost in an artistic fashion? It's it's. It, do you find it to be an art for you? A little bit. What I find more so is that it gives me knowledge of what else is out there in terms of what questions are being asked. So that way I can be proactive to things because oftentimes if they're asking it out on the message board, more than likely other people have those questions or even my own clients may, but they may not be picking up the phone to call me. And this way I can be proactive to it, whether it be a security issue or, you know, somebody who's again looking to do something with a form. And, and again, I can be responsive to those needs of my own direct clients and be proactive to it. I like that. Yeah, proactive is a big deal these days. Uh, relevance and proximity are, are things that are always on the business owners' minds. So it, it has to be relevant to them first and foremost. Proximity is sometimes they really don't know what their problem is, and you already do. So that just makes you come across as such a, a fantastic expert that's looking out for their best interest. And I appreciate you for that. Yeah. The, the other thing in, in terms of, you know, looking out for best interest is, I, look, Rachel and Jesse and Foster, I've been on some calls with you as well. You, you will know I am probably a, a huge GoDaddy cheerleader. I, I have 95 plus percent of my business hosting and so forth is all on the GoDaddy platform. There are people out there who don't like it and everybody's entitled to their opinion. But when somebody brings up something in a negative light, I always try to, again, use that as an education perspective of trying to find out, well, why is it that the case? You know, somebody says, oh, well, you know, the hosting is running slow. Well, can you tell me, oh, well, I have 20, you know, WordPress websites running on a shared hosting plan. And it's like, okay, been there, done that. And while you can get away with it for a while, if those 20 websites all get a lot of traffic, I don't care who you're hosting with, a shared platform is not built for that. That's not what it's designed for, number one. And from a security perspective, number two is that they're all in one sandbox and God forbid one site gets compromised, you now have the potential that all of your sites are compromised. So again, I try to turn that around into an education perspective of saying, look, I don't care where you host, let me just look at what, you're, what the issue you're trying to address and take the hosting out of the question. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's uh, 
your, your background, your story, the way that you've developed your business and into being proactive, and then your perspective from being a business owner and working with small businesses is giving your community and your clients so much more elevation perspective into to getting through not only 2020, but surviving any of these things that happen. And I, I think that that's powerful. So I, uh, I appreciate you sharing with us today. I'd love to kind of open it up to the members that are here today if they want to ask any questions or or offer any support and any thoughts on this. Well, I'm just going to jump in and just say, Philip is one of the most positive people um, that I have gotten to know since, since I've been at GoDaddy, but just in general. And, and I really appreciate that. I think, you know, Adam, you are an incredibly positive person as well. And dealing with challenges, we all deal with challenges. You know, 2020 has probably been one of the most challenging years that all of us probably in our lifetimes are going to remember um, and deal with, but having positive, surrounding yourself with positive energy and positive people really helps when you're, when you're dealing with um, challenges. And the other thing is I think that positive energy also leads to doing things differently and maybe even better than you could ever imagine. Right. And so um, I so appreciate that about you, Philip. Um, and just, you know, thank you for all that you do. My pleasure. Uh, yeah. And I second that, of course. Um, I, uh, I find it a little hard to believe that you only spent a couple hours a day in the forums, but, <laughs> but Hey, if that's you're, you're, you're obviously very smart and fast. So, uh, but, uh, wanted to, uh, I just was curious if you, uh, are you, you mentioned that, that, Maybe you maybe I heard you wrong, but do you participate in any other, in any other um, like community places? Um, the most part that is um, on Facebook groups. So I'm in like the advanced WordPress group. I'm in the WordPress hosting. Um, one of the groups actually that I've been in for a while, which was called Manage WP Users, which uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Manage WP is a, a platform that allows for managing multiple WordPress websites single login. Um, it actually is a GoDaddy um, company at this point. Uh, GoDaddy acquired them a couple years back. Um, and the group in the last week changed the admins. He said, oh, instead of being managed WP users, we're going to be called WordPress maintenance uh, professionals or providers and focus on all of the different people who, you know, just manage WordPress sites. And um, had a little bit of pushback from, from the group, but they said, you know, they feel that at this point with 1600 members that not just everybody there is for managed WordPress, uh, managed WP. And so there's already another group that started that is just for the one platform. But my point is, is that this is where I'm involved to, you know, again, give feedback, bounce ideas off people. I try to join in on any of the plugins that I use if they have WordPress groups or pages to try to be active in them because a I learn from others of what other people can do I find what um, you know if there's issues we can say oh is anybody else having this issue so that that's where I get in, involved it's not quite as uh, structured as the GoDaddy uh, community where it's more where it's a message board this is more of a, a free-flowing of questions but I, again I, I, I give input on like hosting things. I, it's very interesting to see in like the hosting group of people say, oh, you know, I'm just getting started. What things do I need to know? Or I, I 
seen a few times where they say, oh, I just signed my first client. I've never done this before. What should I be buying for them? And there are a lot of people who say, oh, how can you, you know, how can you sell somebody without doing it? Well, you always need as a small business or a freelancer, even you need to be that have that first client. You need to start somewhere. And so I, again, try to be, as, as Rachel said, and, you know, try to be that positive voice of saying, first off, congratulations. And I say, look, be upfront with the client that, you know, that you're new at this, but here is, you know, here are the things to consider. I actually have somebody that I work with, an agency that focuses on travel agencies that um, doesn't typically do email hosting. And I just worked with them on getting set up with an email platform and they're bringing on their first email uh, agent as well. So that, that's where I'd be. I really try to be ed educational and positive. I was just going to jump in. Uh, I couldn't have said it better about an illustration of really what community is all about is that it's like people getting to know each other and sharing and, and ultimately becoming friends. And I, I've seen that over the years in the work that I do. And if I walked away from my career today, I'd say that that's, that's the piece that I love the most um, is that, you know, again, we all, we all need each other and we can all learn from each other. And having those relationships, I think are really important, especially in businesses like what you guys do, because, you know, you may be a sole proprietor um, and working, you know, from your home or your office or whatever, and you might not have the opportunity to, to interact with a lot of people. So it's, it gives you, you know, something to kind of look forward to <clears throat> run like, Hey, what's, what are people talking about today? And so, you know, I, uh, I do my own community in different places as well. Mine's more about dogs, uh, <laughs> but you know, like, I love that. Like I've gotten to know people all over the world and they've actually said, you know, like, Hey, if you, you know, if you come to Holland or you come to Norway or you, you know, you come like, you have to come and see me. And that's like so powerful, right? Like, how can you beat that? Exactly. I'm going to echo what Rachel says. I've been involved in communities my whole career and certainly the GoDaddy community uh, currently. And it gives you a chance to meet people all over the world. It gives you a chance to hear different perspectives on the tools you're using in the case of technology stuff. And, and Philip, I guess my question to you, and, and it's been my experience when I get in these groups, not only am I sharing advice, I'm learning as much as I am sharing, and I wanted to see if that was true for you as well. I would say it's probably about a 75%, 25%. Again, just knowing, because some of the groups, I am coming in as the subject matter expert. So, um, but as I mentioned earlier, what I'm learning from the group is what the questions that are being asked. So that, that way I'm able to better proactively answer them. In the, in the Facebook groups, that's where I'm finding that I'm, learning things where I'm able to see, you know, what, what are people experiencing? Um, I believe, you know, I do all my hosting in a managed environment with GoDaddy, but it's interesting to see what people's feelings are with regard to cloud hosting, shared hosting. It really seems like the industry is moving towards everything being more of a managed environment, whether it be, you know, in a cloud where you still have a dashboard, but not this um, you know, not where, oh, just go get a cPanel account from somewhere. It's you, you have your own sort of little 
container and that's where I'm learning a lot and finding out what else, you know, what people are using and what issues they're having. Biggest thing I find from an education perspective, what I learn is that, you know, every, every single platform out there has its issues. And if they don't have their issues today, they're going to have their issues, whether it be support, whether it be performance, and it's really about how they respond to the issue. I've seen some platforms where they start having support issues and they pull everything back and then you don't have any access to anyone and others who have support issues and they say, look, we're growing, we apologize for the support issues, we're gonna strive to do better and they work at it and many times they then do better. So that's what I find of a learning of things um, that I get from the different groups I'm involved with. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard enough to know that you can't know everything, right? When we're a subject matter expert, sometimes we really want to just know it all. But I, I love the fact that you're just so energized and positive to not just being able to put yourself out there as somebody that's tangible, reachable and within communication, but somebody that's willing to take the time, ask the questions and find out where people are coming from. I think that that's powerful. And I, I just got to appreciate you for that, Philip. Thank you. This, one of the things I've always said, this never feels like work to me. I, I have a passion for this. I have a joy for it. And I think that's also why I've you know, really focused on what I'm doing because I don't, you know, I've done IT stuff before. It's like, no, that's not what I want to do. When I was working for the corporation, wow, it's been 10 plus years at this point. Again, when we were still smaller, I was enjoying it. I had more of that hands-on interaction. As the company started to grow and I didn't necessarily have as much of that hands-on interaction with the end users and I was getting more involved with the business operations, I think that was part of where I you know, said, look, I, I need to make a change because I love interacting with people when I was not going to be doing that as much. That's where I said, you know, I got to do what's right for me. And I just, I love interacting with folks. So that, that it gives me a lot of pleasure to do this and I'm so glad that Zoom is around today because otherwise we'd all just be on the phone and there's something about seeing people's faces and their reactions to things that you just you don't have on the phone you can't always pick up in inflections of a voice but you can see reactions with the video yeah yeah I mean I listen to a lot of podcasts and I gotta tell you it's it's a whole lot different when you can see somebody like you smiling as you're talking about working through a process with the client or the the life that got you to the position you're in now, which is, is being this, uh, this amazing leader in your environment. Yep. Well, awesome. I, I wanna be respectful of everybody's time today. Uh, we've been on for you know, a little over half an hour. Does anybody have any questions or anything that you wanna leave with Philip or any thoughts uh, for the community? Just, I, I wanna say thank you that, you know, I, I'm here as a, resource obviously we're recording this and you're going to post it that you know should anybody have any questions afterwards please feel free reach out you know whether it's just to say hello whether you know you want to you know bounce an idea off me i'm here as a resource for you and you know i i enjoy doing this if we can form a business relationship all the better but that's not why i do this i do this because i enjoy giving back and i have fun with it so any that, that's what i'm here for please feel free to reach out awesome Awesome. Thanks, you guys. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Hi, Judith.
Sorry, I missed you, Philip. I had a phone call I had to take. I would have loved to hear what you had to say. So my apologies. Not a problem. It'll be posted on Monday that you can watch the recap when you have a chance. I will see you on the forums. All right. Bye. Thank you, everyone.